Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Let's go. Zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap. Protect your peace, protect your energy. Welcome to another Zen Trap Perspective. I'm one of your two hosts, Zen P. Yogi LG. We got a book review for you today. We have today The Secret by Rhonda Bryan. So we're going to be going through this book today, I guess, to go ahead and get us started off. Yogi LG, who would you recommend this book to? Um, I would recommend it to anybody who is open-minded. This this book is about a concept that your mind has to be open to and you can be enlightened to, which is ultimately, to me, just the law of attraction. But I think anybody who's interested in really understanding that dimension and that world of how to attract the things you want in life, I would recommend this book to you for sure. What about yourself? I would recommend this book to anyone who is in the middle of a journey or Mm -hmm. about to embark on a journey. One of those two. Um, It's a great book that... uh, can help you have a different belief to follow. So another belief kind of to put in your back pocket and use to help motivate you to accomplish some of your dreams and goals for sure. So anybody in that kind of category. Okay, cool. I could agree with that. Um, how would you describe this to, to someone who's uh, never seen it, never read it, that know what it's about? This book is a book that is pretty much a documentary. Uh, this book came out in 2006 and so did the documentary film as well it's uh it's literally an interview of people who have um who are kind of leaders in their field in in so many different areas philosophers authors coaches motivational speakers um so many different people pretty much talking how what they know to be as the secret to success almost so the secret to how you can get anything you want anything so that's how i describe the book to someone who, who hasn't read it what about you uh pretty much the same the concept of the secret it makes it seem like you know nobody knows but what basically what they're describing in this book is how to use the law of attraction to get everything that you could possibly want uh your mind and well your universe, whatever you want to, whatever you want to use that for, you can use it for. So I think that uh, the secret is a really cool name for it, but it makes it feel all like, oh, what is it going to be? And it's really simple, honestly. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, To piggyback off that a little bit, fair warning. I like to give those for, <laughs> for book. This book is boring. Yes. It is a snooze fest the film is boring, boring. <laughs> it is not exciting you are going to have soft music the same tone of people it's 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 tough yeah. it's tough you have to really focus when you're reading this great content in there great stuff great strategies great messages but it's going to be tough to get through. And ultimately, it's just a testimonial, right? It's just people really, like, obviously, it's parts in the book of, like, explaining why they chose this person or why this testimony is relevant. Um, But it's just people telling their story. So you're getting little 
glimpses of people's stories and you're like it's nothing to really follow um it's just kind of like random but i think it yeah it's, it's boring and i don't want to play the race card either but it's a lot of white people telling their testimonials <laughs> and sure. that's a fact <laughs> so again if you are definitely one of those people who let me let me say it in a different way if it's going if you know that listening to some people's testimonials, like what I talk about sometimes about how like a lot of people don't want to hear about failures, I think us as black people, it's tough to hear about white people's failures too, because mm. it don't hit the same. It don't hit the same hearing uh, white people talk about, and when I say white people, not all white people, but white people who were quote unquote, looks like they were born into success and born mm. without these struggles of, of race and stuff that can put you down. So. It's tough. It's a tough read when you're listening to some people who you would feel like may have been born with a silver spoon in, your, in their mouth. Or again, we have unconscious biases too towards some because again, some white people that you're judging, they also probably had hard times growing up and stuff too. But we we just still try and, and say like, yeah, even if you were a trailer park trash white person, you're still white. So you still get some liberties that us as yeah. black people don't have to go through, don't have to worry about, don't. So it's a tough read sometimes in any of this self-help stuff when you're black to to listen to some other race try and tell you to just ignore all these other energies and stuff that come around just from being black. So I don't, I, I feel both sides. I don't like to try and segregate stuff as well, but I also am aware from being black and from experiencing black and having black people in my life that it I'm not saying somebody's plight is harder <laughs> but say? maybe I am like <laughs> it's, I, I it's mean, tough honestly a lot of white people get to live life on the offense right so you can take risk you can do things and if you fail it don't really hit the same but when we take risks. It may like one fuck up. You don't get home. you don't get chances. Yeah, exactly. That's you don't it. get you chances don't get to take risks, so it don't make you feel as warm and bubbly to keep trying those things right. out. So again, the messages in here are, are good, but it's just it's it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes with a, with a lot of this self awareness stuff when uh, you still got to be black. That's true. It's like it's trying to say ignore what's going on in the world, but that that's easy to say when the world ain't attacking you. Facts. That's big facts. All right, so what was your favorite bar in this book? All right, favorite bar. Uh, you know, I got to keep a couple on me. I think one person said, and again, there's so many different people out here in here. My favorite person in this book the whole time was Bob Proctor because I like straight shooters, and Bob Proctor is a white man, but he was just straight shooting. He was just talking about stuff, but this wasn't a quote from him. I say all that I say. So I got three of them. Let the out don't let the outside world control your inside so again i know that's very difficult to do but that's still a good bar that's still a good quote to kind of like live by um somebody else in the book said act in spite of anything so they started listing out all these things but it's really once they got to the end act in spite of anything and uh, again it's the same old bs like however you're feeling whatever you got going on i know it's difficult and nobody wants to hear that but you got stuff got to get done. Stuff got to get done. You feeling bad. You you may feel good or worse tomorrow. Stuff still got to get done. Yep. Act in spite of anything. Something happened to you. Something happened to this person. Something happened in the world. Stuff still got to get done. So whatever it is that you want to do, you got to 
you got to do you got to do what you want to do like you got to do what you want to do act in spite of anything and the last quote was be the person you're looking for hmm. and that just simply means like whatever it is you're looking for whether you're looking to be that or uh, embody that or if you're looking for the type of love that you want in a relationship whatever it is that you're looking for be that person so if you're looking to be inspiring or you're looking to be inspired, be be inspiring then. Trial out trying to be inspiring and keep going until you start figuring stuff out. If you're looking for a certain type of love, a certain type of relationship, be up. that person. Yep. Exactly. Give what you want to receive and let that attract you. That's that's my that's jumps right into my favorite bar is you will attract what you feel, you will attract what you are. So uh they even in a the book they started talking about like your feelings, your your thoughts have frequencies, right? And so your thoughts are real deal things. Like medical field people analyze people's thoughts and how your brain is working. All that is real stuff. So if your thoughts have frequencies, then what you're thinking about is going to come to to life. So that's a bar as well as uh, feelings basically help you control your thoughts. So your thoughts can go so many different ways, right? You can think about good stuff, bad stuff, all kind of stuff, right? But your feelings, you know whether something is good or bad based off of your feelings almost. So your feelings kind of help you uh, determine what thoughts you need to kind of be focusing on. So I thought that was a bar um, as well as set a goal. It may be not a bar, but just something I thought was super cool. And the book was just set a goal that you would be blown away if you reached it, right? I thought that was super cool just because we always limit ourselves to, like, a goal that's like, oh, if I reach it, I'll feel good. But, like, I want to be blown away. Like, oh, shit, I cannot believe I just accomplished that. Yeah, like, sure. but we kind of talked about some videos ago. Like, if, you, if you're not failing, are you really – like putting yourself out there. If you're not failing, if you're just doing stuff that you know you can do, like what? Yeah. Um, just some like random excerpts that I saw. This one's kind of definitely hits on what you just said about attracting what you want. So, and this is kind of how the book is set up. A whole lot of big quotes from different people and stuff. Michael Bernard Beckwith, learn to become still and to take your attention away from what you don't want and all the emotional charge around it and place the attention on what you wish to experience. Energy flows where attention goes. Uh, another one, Jack Canfield. It's okay to notice what you don't want because it gives you contrast to say, this is what I do want. But the fact is, the more you talk about what you don't want or talk about how bad it is, read about that all the time, and then say how terrible it is, where you're creating more of that. Absolutely. I think this book dives into your thoughts more than anything of where you're putting your attention and your intention. So if you're thinking about these things all the time, yes, they're going to happen. I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. You're going to be late. Like, <laughs> you you know that. So just basically watching what you think, and they even talk about it, and I think we've addressed this before, about, like, how the impact of a negative thought, how much greater that is versus a positive thought. You know what I'm saying? So, like, not – or even saying those things out loud, not saying those negative things out loud and saying those positive things out loud and the different impact that can have. So I think that's. And just to like clarify what you said, I think it's not, it's not a thought that you were talking about. It's the impact of saying something negative. Yes. Sorry. Cause I, I, 
I've also read, and I, I believe this for the moment. I don't know how long I believe it, but when, when it comes to thoughts, though, uh, I believe that a positive thought is way more powerful than a negative thought. So when you're thinking these negative thoughts sometimes, don't think that it's going to manifest just because it's in your head because thoughts and feelings are just in your head. Right. But it's when you bring it, when you, it, when you verbalize it, so again, some negative thoughts and stuff going on in your head that you deem to be negative, not the, not the world. You deem these thoughts to be negative. That's all fine and dandy as long as you're not acting on those and verbalizing, putting them out into the universe. Is how I feel. Gotcha. Um, just last two excerpts that I was seeing. Uh, we all possess more power and greater possibilities than we realize, and visualizing is one of the greatest of these powers. That's one thing. And then the last one. Uh, the only difference between people who live in this way who live in the magic of life and those who don't is that the people who live in the magic of life have habituated ways of being. They've made a habit of using the law of attraction and magic happens with them wherever they go because they remember to use it. They use it all the time, not just as a one-time event. Dang. Come on now. That's, that's, that's like, almost like praying. I was just going to say, that's like you call on Jesus only when you need him, but really you should be calling Ooh, on Give me strength. Right. Calling on him all the time. That's the same concept. So I think that was those inserts. But let's let's hop into something. How do you feel in general about the law of attraction? When do you believe in it? Do you feel like it works? What do you feel like are the key things that make it work? Uh, so the book talks about that. That kind of goes like good, great question. Um, that kind of goes into like what my favorite chapter was. So <laughs> yeah. the law of attraction to me goes into like what they define as the secret. So my favorite two chapters. And I'm going to answer your question kind of full circle. Uh, how to use the secret and what the secret is. So it was like three big steps. And the only three steps was ask, believe, and I think the last one was receive. Like just, yep, receive. So I believe in that. I believe in almost, and I'm religious, so I believe in God. And I, I rec uh, like to bring it back to that. So almost how you pray, asking God what you want, believing that it's that you already have it, and then you just waiting to receive it. But you're acting as if you already have it and you're being grateful about about it. So I believe in the law of attraction. I try I try. I'm not saying I I don't do anything perfect. I try to apply it all the time. Um that can be intense for a lot of people. I'm aware of that. It just all goes left. But I'm I'm out here trying to practice what I preach which is i'm out here trying to be in 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 motion no action <laughs> i'm out here trying to be in action so i'm out here trying to just trial stuff out because another quote from the book was just like um 20 minutes of experience wipes out like years of you just planning and thinking about something you can be planning and thinking about how to play basketball how to oh it was somebody in here talking about everybody say they want a yacht or something Okay, you want a yacht. Get you a yacht and see the upkeep, the taxes, the this, the, the that. Gas, oh, the, yeah. I don't want a yacht. Yeah, you don't want a yacht. Yeah. What about you? Um, I believe in the law of attraction. I, I think that uh, it is real. Um, I think that there's something about that believe part of those steps. Ask, believe, receive. It's the believe step that probably is... The toughest for me, and I, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again, sometimes your past puts your mind in a prison. And so when you go into manifesting or the law of attraction, you have to take your mind out of that prison. 
And that's one of my struggles personally. Um, but I think anybody who can really grasp the concept of taking your mind out of that prison and knowing and believing that the things that you are putting into the universe, the things that you are thinking, all of that can come true. I believe it 100,000%. I've experienced it even as recent as yesterday. Like I've experienced the law of attraction, asking the universe. Or what God, you asked for yesterday? I would rather not say. Oh, cool, cool, cool. That's all I need to hear. I would rather not Perfect. say. Um, but things But you happen. got it though. But oh, I I got an even better example. Two days before two days ago, um, I was supposed to my car got impounded. Right? So they're telling me I'm gonna have to pay six hundred dollars. I went into it like I'm not gonna pay six hundred dollars. I'm not gonna have to pay anything because this is it's not right. Boom. I went to pick my car up. I had to pay nothing, or really, I had to pay fifty dollars. But I'm, you think I'm gonna look at that and be like, "Dang, the law of attraction don't work." Nah, it still works. You just cut two, cut two. I ain't have to pay nothing. <laughs> Great story. <laughs> and there was a whole lot of stuff in the middle of that, but ultimately, like I put it out there. As soon as I knew, like they were gonna charge me six hundred dollars, I'm not paying that. I believe it. Everything in me, I'm not at fault. I know this is gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I didn't have any doubts. And everything I did moving up to that point was as such. Like, oh, I'm not going to pay this. I'm not bringing $600 cash. My account ain't prepared for you to take $600. Nothing nothing I'm doing is going to say I'm paying $600 to get my car out. So it's things like that where I've seen it evident and I practice it, right? It takes work. It's the bigger things in life that I struggle with because I'm, I think my mind is in that prison. Okay, break free, man. Get I'm out. Trying, man. Get out. Get out. What was your favorite uh, um, chapter? Oh, uh, my chapter is probably the secret of health, uh, just because I I so believe that that like the state of your body and your well being can be changed by your mind. Um, I know a lot of people may not believe that, but I do. Um, and one is because again, I'm a person of faith as well. So if I'm asking God for this and he sees if it, it can happen, period. Um, Obviously, there's things that are above my control, but I think you can really manifest diseases out of your body. And, like, I'm sure I ain't going to share your story, but I feel like (laughs) like you was going through a lot of stuff last year, but your mindset shifted and those things kind of follow suit. You just picked the toilet. I don't have no diseases now. Like you I just picked the terrible. You picked the terrible part to to just try and segue that in, though. No, not diseases. You just had. Like, you just ail- wait till you just ailments. stop talking about diseases. Like I ain't gonna share your story though. <laughs> ailments, diseases, any of that, pains. You you can manifest those things out of your life if that's what you choose to do for sure. So that was probably my favorite chapter. Just reading that and hearing like testimonies of people getting rid of cancer, doing all this stuff. And some people don't feel like that's true. Maybe I mean, that's on you. But I think I think it's real, and I think it's um, evident. Yeah, I agree. Even in Zen Peace life. <laughs> he don't got no diseases. Not that I know of. Can we get off of diseases? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is there a story in your life that relates to this book? Do you feel like there's something that you could pull from that says, like, oh, I can see how... I use the secret or uh, I could use the secret. I think I've told us a story about how I manifested like my car, mm. manifested a new job and moving to Texas. Yeah. 
um, I got a lot more stories about just that last bar about like not using it when it's convenient, but using it all the time. And then I think when a lot of special things or situations happen in my life, a lot of people be so surprised and be like, you so lucky. And I'd be like, oh, I'm just blessed and highly favored. I'll say stuff like that. But no, to me, it's just really what I believe in. It's, it's believing in this, doing uh, the work and stuff. So I'm not surprised when things work out in my favor. And like, a lot of people will get around me and be like, dang, you so lucky that this happened and this happened like this, this, and this. And I'm just like, yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, you just you, you get used to it. You get used to special things happening. Uh, let's, a story. Let, so, mm, we were just in Turks and Caicos. Yes, we were. We were supposed to have a boat rented. We drive up. I'm trying to go do a hike in the morning is really what I'm trying to do, trying to get a workout in. I got this one destination typed in that just so happens to be close to a dock. We end up at the dock somehow to ask them where this trail is that I'm looking for. They also happen to be the people that rent out boats. We thought we already had a boat solidified. We get in there. These people happen to know the person that we got a boat solidified with. And they say, oh, there are no boats. All boats are sold out for the weekend. Telling a story like, Lindsay, cut two, we got a boat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good story, man. Nah, but like details of it for real, just yeah. in the short and sweet. We talked to the lady that sat there. They they are feeling our energy of that like, oh, man, we really want to look out for y'all, make sure y'all get a boat. Y'all just hang around. I mean, it's starting to get to the point. We was out there for two hours, minimum two hours of talking and waiting around of them calling all these people. Uh, to the point where they were just finally like, hey, leave your number with us. We're going to get y'all a boat. And I was like, me and Lizzie said the same. Do we a little worried? We ain't worried. worried. We know we, we getting worried. a boat. Cool. <laughs> Cut to, we won't get a text until probably uh, 6 o'clock at night later. And the boat is for tomorrow at like 12 or something. Get a text saying, hey, we got a boat secured for you. We're going to do this, this, and this. Bet. Long story short again. All that happens and all the people on the trip don't even know none of that happened. Yeah. None of it. They just know we got a boat. Yep. And we just brush stuff off like that because but we think, expect it. I think even like our energy towards it, just that comment you made, like we don't look worried. Well, that's the belief part. Yeah, well, that's we believe the belief, we right? It, we, and we're not going to be crushed if it don't happen. Right. And we're grateful for whatever we do get. Right. And that's the, I think that's the other part of the book uh, talks about is just being grateful for the space that you're in already, which we talk about all the time. It's just being grateful, knowing that oh, I, I know I got great things coming, so I'm already grateful for what's coming. Like, I know things are going to get better, I'm, and and you prepare for it when it happens. So I absolutely agree. So do you have a story in your life that relates? Um, I think, honestly, what I, I want to relate to the book is just me first learning about manifestation. So I was probably, I don't know, eight, nine, and my uncle um, – was we were walking and I don't know I said something like man I hope he don't fall over or something and he was like hey don't put that shit in the air you you can manifest stuff like stop and he like stopped me in a parking lot and like was listen the words in your mouth have power so what you say out loud matters you can manifest the good and the bad just be aware of that and so it was like such a real moment because he like stopped me in my tracks like even at eight years old, and he continued to tell me that every time we linked, like, hey. You over here scared, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I stepped on a crack. I'm going to break my mama's back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I think he just really gave me 
the 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 I don't know what you call it. The wherewithal. Not the wherewithal. The wherewithal. I felt like my words had power from that moment. He gave you the confidence. The confidence to use my words. The wherewithal. <laughs> or the wherewithal. To use my words in a meaningful way. And so I Be didn't realize. With your words. Be impeccable with my words. I didn't even I didn't even think of that. That like I could make something happen just by verbalizing it. At eight years old, I had no concept of that. So as I turned 10 and 12, he's constantly reminding me, hey, don't do that. To be fair, you were eight. To be fair, I was eight. That's true. Uh, But it started early. So I think when I read this book, it was just, it brought it all back of that full circle moment. Like me realizing at that age that my words have power and where I'm at now. I've known this for 22, 23 years. How am I utilizing it? So it really challenged me in the space of like, okay, yeah, you can say certain things. You got that part down. But now it's the belief. Like you said, like that's that's the one I'm struggling with and kind of working towards is that belief. But I even have like a cousin that like put things on her mirror. And when I tell you shit just start coming, like she was just like reading them every day, saying them every day, and everything on these mirrors just started coming alive. She got affirmations. She got affirmations. What she wants to happen. How a it's certain happen. amount, a certain title, a certain size. Yeah, I aspired. I, I haven't gotten there yet. I definitely yeah. aspired to start getting getting there. I haven't even Me too. gotten close to that yet. And I'm I'm working on like a daily affirmation uh, like list for myself. And I just want to like, all right, for this month, you affirm these things, you say these things, and you believe these things with everything in you. And so that's something that I'm working on personally to try to help me with that believe aspect is that I'm going to say them and you got to believe it. And I think it'll it'll happen for you. Yeah, I read some book where like, or it could have been, a vi- oh, it was a video, some TED Talk where like, uh, even what you identify with, like mm. this dude was on a weight loss journey and he identified with being big. Mm. And then once he was on his journey and stuff, his journey started with him identifying that like, hey, I'm healthy, I'm this, I'm that, and I'm a person that does these things, right. that I, I'm becoming what I aspire to be. Yep. And he said he was walking in the grocery store one time, and this is, I don't know, it could be a month, could be a year after he's been doing all this stuff. And some kid was like, Hey, mommy, uh, that big man, something, something, something. And um, the kid pointed directly at him, and he turned around. He's like, <laughs> oh, he just started laughing, like, oh, shoot. She's talking about, man, I don't even identify with that no more. <laughs> like, can't be talking about me. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, so uh, what's the biggest takeaway? Like, what are you going to take away? This book pocket? is boring. This book is boring. <laughs> um, so I did see something, though. Uh, side note, some film, re, new film came out with this book in 2020. Mm. So it is a new film out uh, okay. that's based off this book that I definitely want to watch. Okay. Um, but uh, my biggest takeaway is just applying the law of attraction, uh, not feeling like you chasing what's meant for you, you, you attracting it, you letting it come to mm. you. And you're still, you're, you're at the same time doing the work, but the work don't feel like work. All the same stuff. Like you just constantly in this uh, loop of showing yourself grace, making mistakes, having success, and just letting, not letting life happen to you, but at the same time letting life happen to you. If that makes any kind of sense. Like life is going to happen regardless. Right. 
the sun's going to shine, the moon's going to come up, all these things are going to happen. Right. Control your universe. That's what I take away from this book. Control the things that you control about yourself. And look inward, because, like, uh, that Bob Proctor dude, he be talking about that, like, meta secret about just, again, just everybody's looking outside for validation and happiness and stuff, but uh, a lot of people aren't looking inside, and I think we're on a great movement right now of people doing that. What about you? Uh, my biggest takeaway is it's probably going to be two things. One is uh, it made me think of another thing my uncle told me. He was just profound. He was instilling crazy stuff in me at a young age. Why owe you your own universe? You can create it. You can create your own universe and what happens to you. Um, so keeping that in mind, this book just resonated that for me. The last thing is kind of just I want to put this into practice for a specific thing. And so my specific thing that I'm going to ask, believe, and receive is being able to travel the second half of the year and believing that everything is going to be okay. I have a deep fear that it's not, and I'm letting that out of my head, and I'm believing with everything in me that everything's going to be cool, and I'm going to be able to do what I want to do. So I want to. my biggest takeaway is going to be to actually practice manifesting that and making that come to life. Oh, that's a fact, man. Everything will be fine. Yeah. That's a sure. fact. For sure. For sure. I mean, even if it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you go crazy. <laughs> that, my people, is how you drive yourself nuts. You let her say everything she's going to say, and then you just whisper this. But what if it ain't? <laughs> yeah. But anything you want to, like, you, what's one thing you want to put this book into practice for? Mm. Uh, dang, now I'm smacking my lips like you. Uh, what do I want to put this book into practice for? I want to get better at just what you said to your cousin, dude. Like, I'd I be feeling so conflicted. I feel like I'm turning into like a girl sometimes. Like, <laughs> writing on the mirror, taking baths. I want a bath bomb. Like, <laughs> I want a massage. Hey, I want. It's the bath I want a good. Just too far, dog. You crazy as hell. <laughs> I ain't even tried a bath bomb yet, and I know that look lit. Put some Epsom salt, a little alcohol. I ain't even had a bath bomb yet, and I know it's going to be good. Hey, Facials and stuff, man. Shout I don't, don't want to. Shout out to Lush bath bombs. I don't want to turn into a girl. But uh, I, I do want to do similar stuff that girls are doing, because I feel like, I can't say us. Us, I'm saying us as men. Us, mm -hmm. men, black men, men in general. I don't think we do a lot of the self-care stuff. Like, and our self-care stuff can look different. Don't get me wrong. Basketball is one for me. Uh, working out is one for me. Um, I try to find self-care stuff that aligns with other goals that don't hurt other goals. So just finding those and still not being afraid and trying to get comfortable with being uncomfortable of turning into a girl. <laughs> Hey, I will say this. No, nah, we're getting comfortable with doing stuff that is deemed feminine. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I think I'm cool with my sexuality. I'm I, cool look, with I look at it like this. Black women are super prominent in our economy right Top now. Top tier. Top tier. They traveling. They spending money like drug dealers. They doing everything they want to do. They buying houses. I'm trying to get like, damn. They doing everything. Bath so, bombs. <laughs> bath bombs. Writing on their mirror. They, they setting affirmations. Um, so shout out to black women. Right Candles here. and stuff. Can't come on, man. You just went to bed, somebody. Chill. <laughs> Either way, shout out to black women. 
and all y'all doing to inspire black men or even myself like as a black woman so i just think uh that's that's really good. Don't I that's good. That's a good thing to practice. That's good that I'm turning into a woman. No, nah, it's good that you're getting comfortable. No, nah, I appreciate it. With all of that. I'm very comfortable with that. So I aspire to get even more comfortable where I actually start doing it. There you go. There you go. What about you? Mine was the travel. Traveling. I'm using the book to 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 Oh, that's what you're gonna apply right now. Yeah. It's getting comfortable with traveling. <laughs> all right, man. Well you can do it now. What are you doing? You're just sitting on your couch. <laughs> Watching this. Watching TV. You might as well get up and go to DeVry. You could be getting a good degree right now. Right now. You could major in engineering in this four-week course right now. We'll find a job for you. Every every job is guaranteed. Every job's guaranteed. And we're gonna we're gonna find you one. Just talk to our loan counselors and get on <laughs> set up. And we're gonna find you a job to pay these loans back. Thanks. No, nah, but for real, if you got goals out there, um, things that you really wanna do. And it's been itching at you. Affirm it. Manifest it. Think about the law of attraction every single time. Um, apply it. Act in spite of. That was so good, man. I wanna I wanna comment on that real quick. Act in spite of just like three days ago. Felt like my world was crumbling. Everything's happening all at once. Family getting bad news, personal life going crazy, car getting impounded, like just every, Everything's off whack. My room look crazy. I've been traveling. For sure. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Sometimes we just need a little inspiration. So, <laughs> and I know about that. Sometimes you need. But I'm glad you was inspired. Yeah, but I acted in spite of. I knew I I got to get stuff done. I got to do things. And I knew it was going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to figure this out today. Figure that out tomorrow. It's going to happen. So I, th I definitely like that uh, bar. And I'm going I'm to hold that one on. My pocket for sure. Okay. You got anything else for the people? Nah, man, it's feeling a little long winded, man. Just go out there, do the work, man. Don't think about it. Go out there and do it. Just trial it out. You may mess some stuff up, but the funny part is you can't mess up. If you believe that, you can't mess up. Yep. You can't mess you can't mess up trying. That's not even true. You just believe that's true because that's what everybody keeps telling you. Yep, that's true. Come on, man. Hey, you don't want to go out there and look stupid. Get out of that prison. Get out there and look stupid. Get out of that mental prison you in. Get out there and look stupid. When we was in college, I didn't believe. Well, I did believe it. I just didn't want to do it. I, I'm borderline. I'm lazy. If you want to pass circuits, everybody is saying the same thing, but we still looking for a different way around it. If you want to pass circuits, you got to go to the um, tutoring and you got to try to you got to try the problems out yourself. That's just how math works. It's like, if you don't practice it, you're not going to be good at it. That's just how math and usually a lot of sports and stuff works. There is a period of when you're not good at it, and that's the period that most people get uncomfortable with and most people don't want, so they either quit or just don't even show up because they don't want to want people to talk about them or make them feel, and that's a natural feeling. It's the and, same with the law of attraction. You got to practice it. You got to try it. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to, to feel like, I'm tripping. I'm crazy. This can't be real. And the more you practice it, the more you're going to get comfortable with looking stupid. <laughs> Facts. You're just going to get comfortable with Facts. it, and you're just not going to care no more. Yep. I agree. I agree 100%. Take it from me. <laughs> this nigga looks stupid all the time. All the time, B. <laughs> all the time. All right. Well, you have been tuned in to another Zen Trap Perspective. Again, we read the book, The Secret. Uh, by Rhonda Bryan. 
Um, so I hope you enjoyed it. I'm your host, Yogi LG. It's MP. Protect your peace. Protect your energy. We out. Oh.